You know, it's only a matter of time before we talked about sleep with ADHD, but let's take it a step further today. Today, we're going to be talking about revenge, bedtime, procrastination, boom, boom, boom. are listening to ADHD Big Brother, the podcast for adults struggling with their ADHD and comorbid depression symptoms. I'm your host, Russ Jones, author of Descending to the Top, believer that you can actually have a smile in your life despite this diagnosis. So let's make some sense out of this struggle. Let's learn some stuff. Let's laugh at some stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, here's some stuff. Welcome to the podcast, you guys. It still feels weird for me to welcome you. Technically, I'm in your space right now. So really, this should be more about you. You've invited me in to your ear holes. So I, I feel like I should be saying, hey, thanks for having me. So hey, thanks for having me. appreciate it. Let's talk about announcements. These are my This is my advertisement. And I, I'm still promoting the program that I made. And I think I'm going to be promoting this until my dying breath. I really believe in this thing. Uh, so I'm going to shout it from the rooftops every can week. I made this for those of you that are struggling with your ADHD symptoms. It It's help for doing the things that you don't ne- really need help for. You don't need somebody to tell you how to clean your bedroom. You know how to clean a bedroom, but it's never clean. And so the problem isn't how to clean your room. It's how to clean my room, right? It's just how you emphasize it, really. It's more about the overwhelm, the task paralysis and not knowing how to how to start or where to start. It's the lack of motivation and dealing like, I don't feel like doing this right now and I never feel like doing it. And it's about learning how to finish the things once you've started them. That's what the program hits. Daily life can suck when you have ADHD. So the program, it's built to show you how to overcome those things so that you can do the things that you already know how to do. And then ultimately, it's you learning how to coach yourself. So anyway, I'm telling you guys about this uh, because I believe in it. It's affordable. Oh, my God. And it's got a 15-day money-back guarantee. You know what I'm saying? Come on. If it doesn't work for you, just uh, get your money back. I'll, I'll gladly give you your money back. Just do it within 15 days. Otherwise, I, I probably bought groceries with it, you know, or maybe a new Xbox controller. So check it out. Go get it. Transform your goddamn ADHD life. And now, let's talk about revenge, bedtime procrastination. And thanks to the guy who reached out and suggested this as an episode. You know who you are. (laughs) You know who you are, you son of a bitch. You know exactly who you are. You and sleep. Here we go. Have you guys ever heard of that? Revenge bedtime procrastination? It sounds pretty ominous, right? Like, what's the revenge part about? Who am I revenging? It's basically when you stay up really late, probably due to not getting things done during the day. You kept putting things off, being too busy, too stressed, not enough dopamine, didn't do enough you things maybe. And so when bedtime comes, there's that anxiety or perhaps the ADHD urgency kicks in and all that shit you were going to do. Oh, you better scramble to get it done now because the day's almost over and the day can't be over yet. No, not until we've done something or not until we, we did something fun for ourselves or we did the work that we were going to do. And so you stay up way, way past your bedtime. You ruin your tomorrow because you're so goddamn tired tomorrow. It causes your tomorrow to suck, which causes you to get nothing done because your focus is shot, which then causes you to stay up late again because you were too tired during the day and the cycle keeps repeating while the bags under your eyes grow and your focus turns into garbaggio. You turn into a day zombie. So yeah, that's a normal thing. <laughs> don't, don't you love how many normal fucked up things that we have going for us in the ADHD community? 
you think about the slew of debilitating ADHD crap that you deal with every day and it's like, oh yeah, please, that's normal. That's normal for me. That's because of ADHD. Like random piles everywhere causing me anxiety, reminding me how disorganized I am. Oh yeah, that's totes norms. Can't hang on to a long-term goal longer than a week if I'm lucky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, normal. So would it really be a shock to know that like pushing up tasks until the end of the day and then scrambling and destroying our sleep, that's normal? Totally normski. But the revenge, that apparently they added the word revenge as it's thought to be about getting revenge on the shitty daytime hours that prevented us from getting the things done. We're going to blame it on the sun. Curse you, sun. I'll show you. Sleep is a big deal. And I know it's, oh God, here we go. It's a boring topic, right? We don't want to talk about going to bed, right? The next thing is I'll be telling you guys how to you know, drink more water. And you're like, oh, just hand me my soda and shut up, dude. I get it. I get it. We want to talk about the dopamine transmedical zizzy flickums and the neuropeptometers and all the things that we can't see inside our brain jelly. Those are so much neater to talk about, right? My neurotransmitters, they require certain stimulation in order to activate my dopamine receptacles. I'm like, okay, well, fucking show me. Squirt some dopamine into your brain right now. <laughs> Go for a jog. And, you know, tell me how much dopamine squirted out. How mu- hug someone. And then put the dopamine in a jar just so I can see it. Or, or what is it, oxytocin? Or is it uh, serotonin? What, what, what are we making today? Is it a mixed cocktail of, of feel-good hormones? We're making a, a dopamine colada? It's all really fun to talk about. It's all psychologically scientifical fun. But that stuff doesn't help me. I'm waiting for someone to invent like the Apple Watch version, like a dopamine app. So we can like look at our app. And be like, oh, guys, oh, no, it looks like my dopamine's running low. I better I better masturbate real quick to boost my levels. <laughs> so let's just, <laughs> let's, I know I could have said jog instead of masturbate, but come on, it's, that was funner for me. Let's forget the science talk for here for a minute and let's get day-to-day about this. I like to keep things as simple as possible. So here's how that works for me. I work with what I can see. And I try to be as objective as possible. Like with ADHD, we have to make things as easy as possible. Because in the moment, in the moment of, of like a boring chore or a task, we're going to resist. We're always going to choose the easy thing, which is more often than not an avoidance to the harder work or the thing that we feel we should be doing, right? Until it becomes urgent chaos with an impending deadline, then the hard thing magically becomes the, the easy thing or the doable thing because of the urgency, But if that's happening at 1 a.m., that's the problem. So I think we can agree that the goal here is that we want to do the hard things when it's not urgent chaos. That would be a life well-managed, right? That's where the word thriving would enter in the picture. I have ADHD, but I'm thriving. That's how you do it. Here's how that would look for revenge bedtime procrastination. We go very objective, facts only. I'm tired and I'm unfocused all day. I want to be not tired. The thing I'm doing that is causing me to be tired is that I'm going to bed later than I should. Those are the facts. Firstly, we have to take all of the I suck, I can never change, I'm a failure, I lost the day, I didn't get anything done. We have to put all the negative self-talk out. We have to pull it out of the equation. We're just looking for solutions right now, not self-judgment. So if if your answer to anything has any kind of self-judgment in it, then you know you're off track. That's your indicator. I used to stay up all night. So I can relate to the revenge bedtime procrastination. Is I The way it worked for me, and we're going back 20 years now, but the midnight hours were for me to numb myself, escape the feelings of what a loser I am. And for me, it was like chewing tobacco, smoking, playing video games, smoking weed, 
all these things that were, they were attached to quote unquote me time. <laughs> these were my self-care options. You know, hindsight, not the best way to go. Like when you don't like yourself, numbing tends to be that dysfunctional go-to because those results are immediate. And we love immediate, right? We, God, if only long-term goals could be immediate, we would be kicking ass. So the way that that changed for me is that, um, you know, now I'm in my 40s. And I like the idea of having energy throughout the day. So that would be my ideal vision of myself, right? And I also really thought it would be cool to be an early morning person. And there were some rare times back in my in my 20s, you know, maybe I'd, I'd booked a, a commercial and the call time was uh, early in the a.m. And so I would have to wake up. And I always remember really liking the early morning time. Like the sun's not out. It's the air is fresh and cool and people are still asleep. And there's something like hopeful and inspiring about that to me. I wanted to be a guy who naturally just got up early. And so then that's the person that I became. And so I will big brother you here. If you want to be a person who gets enough sleep, who doesn't battle with revenge bedtime procrastination, well, here are some steps that you can take. Give it a thwack. See if this works. If it does, great. If not, throw it in the garbage. These are my opinions, by the way, guys. This, let's just be clear about that. Start by ending your addiction to nicotine. That's probably your first step right there. Um, and oh God, easier said than done. I know. And quitting nicotine. Now that you guys have your vapes. Oh, geez. 10 times worse. You guys suck on your razzleberry, your razzle-dazzleberry vape pens or whatever. Oh God, you know, I'll be the bad guy here. Nicotine's not doing you any favors. I was addicted for 20 years. Email me if you want to talk about it. I'll help you quit. No charge. Just email me why you have to do it. And I'll email you back why you don't. I've quit nicotine over 700 billion times. I know every single excuse and I know how to fail at quitting like a champion. So this will be my free service to you. You got you got to quit that nicotine. It's going to fuck up your sleep, especially if you chew tobacco. God, I remember like that feeling of, oh, I just got to get one more in. Just going to have one more dip before bed. That's not good. So let's just imagine that you're nicotine free. Let's rule that out. And then let's add a disclaimer here because <laughs> that's the world we live in. I also know that I'm not a sleep specialist. I did not go to college for sleeping. I don't have a sleeping degree in sleeponomics. I've never put dyads on a human skull and monitored their sleep wave patterns and made statistical analyzing analyses about it. I am also not an addiction specialist, unless you count uh, 20 years of mastery in the art of being addicted and then overcoming, in which case I'm a goddamn prodigy. All that to say, this is what works for me. It's how it works for me. And I offer it unto thee, unto thou, unto thine. Here you go. First thing, let's discuss the facts, not the emotional, psychological issue of how to let go of a day. Do you know how much sleep you need? That's going to be different for everyone. So try this exercise. Make a decision that you don't have to get anything done today or the day that you try this. You really have to give up the day because of the, uh, you know, the, oh shit, the things that I still wanted to cram in and oh shit, I can't let the day be done. Let the day be done. Give it up. For one day, you're going to set aside your chaos and you can have the chaos back tomorrow, but just for one day, set it aside because you're going to experiment. That's all that matters. When you feel yourself getting tired, go to bed, uh, note the time and don't have anything planned for tomorrow early in the day. Just plan on sleeping until you're done sleeping. Let your body wake up whenever the hell it wants to. And see how much time that is. And then try that for a few nights if you can in between the, you know, your chaotic life. If you can get some kind of average of like, oh, I kind of need seven hours of sleep or it looks like I need nine. Don't worry about ending your chaos. 
Just check in with your sleep on a few nights and see if you can gauge how much sleep you need. Now, when I did this experiment on myself years ago, I came up with seven and a half hours. That was my sweet spot. Some people require less, some people require more. What does your body tell you? Now that you know how much sleep you need, when do you actually want to wake up in the morning? What's your ideal? For me, it was it's 5 a.m. It used to be 4 a.m. It used to be 4, but I'm like, I, I wised up about it. I'm, I'm like, what am I, a madman? That was a bit aggressive. And I'm like, I, I really don't, I don't want to go to bed at 8 o'clock at night. That's that's So I need to be in bed by 9 and asleep by 9.30. That's how I get seven and a half hours and wake up at 5. At first, I used to think, oh, God, going to bed at 9.30, that's so early. But when I really look at my life, nothing good ever happens to me after 10 p.m. Statistically, historically, nothing good. That's when I make impulsive, crazy decisions. That's when I spend recklessly. That's when I would drink too much. That's when I would mindlessly do mindless things. That's when I'm really, really fun. Entertaining to others? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Healthy for me? Yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of still working through some regrets. What I did was I sacrificed that late night version of quote unquote self-care to the five o'clock AM version, it's a lot more hopeful and inspiring in the morning for me than at the end of the night. So the end of the night is usually the day happened to cut away from me. Why God? Oh God, I need to do stuff before tomorrow. The day can't be over yet. And I prefer the early morning, which is more of a, hey, look at all these hours that are ahead of me. What's possible? It's just so much more hopeful to me. And at the end of the day, so if ADHD got a hold of me, if I achieved nothing, and that does happen, I'm, I, you know, I'm here helping you guys. And for the most part, the doing part of things with ADHD, like the goal planning and the, the moving the needle forward, that's my expertise. But ADHD is still a thing in my life. I still have days that get away from me. And I'm like, oh shit, what happened? The difference here is just, it's being cool with myself that it happened and then using a work session to ask the questions and make the tweaks if needed. Then that's just my data point for a discussion tomorrow. I'll ask myself, well, okay, what happened? Why did it happen? What can I do next time to minimize this so it doesn't happen again? It's a much more productive meeting with myself rather than uh, like a negative, self-loathing, verbal bashing. What a loser. You didn't get enough done. You better work hard. You better stay up late and work harder, blah, blah, blah. It's now a part of a refreshing morning rather than a self-defeated midnight scramble. I think to go bigger picture with this, it's... I think of my body as, in, in my mind, it's all one big thing. It's this really cool adaptive vehicle that we get to travel around on this planet with. We get to experience life with this body, right? That's, that's the big picture wow of it all. And it adapts for us. You know, you work out, your body builds muscles, right? You start doing push-ups every day and your body's like, oh, wait, oh, you're a push-up guy? Oh, well, we're going to, you know, make push-up muscles, and then the next thing you know, you've got these rock hard triceps. It literally transforms to do the things that we need it to do. I think that is so freaking cool. And it does that in our brain as well. And our body asks that we turn off at the end of the day so it can recharge, recuperate, heal, and do whatever mysterious things it's doing while we're sleeping. It's doing its job every day, so we should give it what it needs to work at its best and make that important. So if you figure out what you want in your sleep schedule, your body's going to respond. If it needs more sleep, it's going to tell you. And if you give it something to rely on, it will reward you by making it easier and easier. And that's why routines are such an encouraged thing, especially for ADHDers. Routines make the shitty things easier 
because our brain gets used to the pattern. Nowadays, I'm so damn tired by nine o'clock. It is not hard for me to fall asleep. That structure is set and it, structure is so crucial for us ADHD folks. Like winging it, that's what we want. We wanna wing it. That's what feels right to us, but that's also our Achilles heel. I mentioned this way back, episode 18, if you wanna check it out about structure. But by having more structure in our lives, we actually free up more space in our lives to have non-structure, which is where we want to be. It's a phenomenon. And from an ADHD standpoint, with the structure and the sleeping, it just has to be simple. I just need it to be simple. Simple for me is now go to bed at 9.30. If I didn't get what I needed done, I scrap the day. Whatever. ADHD big brother, rule number one. Be cool with yourself. That's, you know... It happened. If there's a deadline that I will miss where I'm now forced to stay up, you know, not for me time, not for any hobby thing that there's real no life consequence for, but if there's a work consequence, a very real consequence, and I miss my sleep, that would be just become my priority for tomorrow. Why did it happen? What can I do next time so that it doesn't happen again? And then I make a commitment to myself. Any other issue, a personal letdown, anything else, I scrap it and I go to bed and I use tomorrow in the morning to reflect. That way I can keep the routine and I can keep my sleep schedule. I hope that helps you guys. If you have any questions about any of this stuff, you guys know I'm around. If you have any suggestions about an episode that you would like me to ramble on and on about, I'm happy to discuss any ADHD issues that you might be facing. That's what I'm here for. And seriously, go buy the program and clean your goddamn bedroom. (laughs) Oh my God. I love you guys. Have yourselves a great week, and I'm going to talk to you later.